0: What's up, guys? Welcome back to Tactical Dads. This is episode four. As always, whiskey rocky, and today we have our special guest, Pat. So, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and introduce yourself?
1: Tell us about myself. Yeah, Yeah. So, who are you? What do you do? Well, my name is Patrick, and I'm a cop.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's, about yeah. It. that's pretty much it, just yeah. Just
1: it. a cop, man, just a cop. <laughs> I am know? a dad, so that is the prerequisite to be on here. Yes, it is. Uh, no yeah.
0: non-dads on here. Slightly
1: yeah. tactical. <laughs> Slightly, <laughs> Slightly so, but <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so it's today's...
2: Just, Go ahead. <laughs> just about qualified to be
1: on here. Yeah, right? yeah,
2: yeah. Um, so, but yeah, today's episode is the importance of fitness in law enforcement dude yeah as you can see pat here's pretty jacked
1: fucking swole it's all for show though
2: (laughs) no all for show so yeah so for those of you that um obviously don't know pat he's went uh went and did a lot of bodybuilding competitions and he's been kind of a pretty big influence uh within the agency as far as fitness goes and physical standards there's always guys in the pd trying to look like him always always uh you know making fun trying to trying to look like him and, and be like him so but dude Back. uh welcome oh, man thank you thank
1: you yeah, i'm man. the first guest yeah first yeah, guest the first guest Popping cherry with the guest Yep, That's right. right
0: starting off strong too at this one i'm always gonna have that distinction I like, it. <laughs> I like it. first one hell to the yeah yeah so you guys were just we, we skipped last weekend because you guys were you were busy and you were also with him you guys were doing some sort of SWAT training you're also a SWAT operator as well right? correct correct yeah. So yeah. tell us, tell us a little bit about so that. So that
2: was cool, man. Um, we had a group that's based out of Miami. There's um, some law enforcement members, as well as uh, some previous military members, mm. who created this technique. And their their group is called Condition One Group. Um, but essentially, it's just a it's a technique and a, a, some different methods to going through the building, clearing it. Um, and essentially, what they want now is just. It's all you know threshold assessment. It, it limits the violence from both sides, obviously, and it, it limits the threats that uh, other people pose to us when we do SWAT operations, and, and um, obviously have to either get into the house or mm-hmm. get compliance to get them out of the house. So, awesome. but it, it was a three-day course, um, and I wish we could have longer because I can't say that we have enough of this training. So they're all Navy SEALs, right? Um, there's some of them. Some of them. There's some of them that were that were previous and have done you know operations overseas. Obviously, very important to the country and the you know the way we are today. Mm-hmm. Um, lead instructor was a seal. Was he? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Super cool dude, man. And he showed us a lot of good techniques to go about things. But um, man, I just wish we could have longer with it because it was yeah. it was it was really really good. And it's gonna take a lot for us to finally get the hang of it. Yeah. But when we do. Um, it's gonna make everything a lot safer, at least for us too. Mm, so that's
1: awesome. Yeah, we're already safer though, because I mean, the big thing about it is everybody is now on the same page oh. and is going to do the same thing yeah. when we're when we're on those you know when we're on those operations. Because with our team, you have varying levels of, of experience, different you know. This person went to this school. This person went to that school. This person learned this tactic. This person's been practicing this for so many years. Mm-hmm. So it kind of kind of was a complete overhaul of you know what our operations are inside of a house which like i said now gets everybody on the same page mm-hmm. and at least maybe we're not up to 100 percent on that tactic but mm-hmm. at least everybody knows what everybody's trying to do now yeah mm-hmm. versus you know um the first one you're the second one you're the third one and we're all on three different trains of thought so yeah dude that, that's that's going to be huge you know, once we start implementing that,
2: I think we want to do it immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just can't say enough about the, the group that came out there and taught us and, uh, you know, what we learned in three days. It was it was literally, they called it a fire hydrant worth of information. Yeah, just, just like going down our throats. In. Yeah. <laughs> yeah suck. Um, but I'm thankful for it, man. And uh, hopefully we can take it from a SWAT aspect and translate that same type of building clearing on the road. Um, which is I think it's every SWAT, opere- uh, SWAT operators obligation mm-hmm. and should should be something that they aim towards um, You know at least from being on the road in that standpoint um, Just like Pat said it, it honestly what it does with with that is it, it it puts us and The road not just the SWAT team, but it puts the road dogs uh, On the same page as well. And yeah, everything a lot safer that's awesome, that's
0: awesome. Well, let's let's jump into to fitness. Yeah. All
2: right, so right. and so, can I ask, could I have the first question? Yeah. So, obviously, I have my own uh, way. I the way I think, I have my own um, opinion on things. But being a SWAT operator, at least from your standpoint, Pat, like being a SWAT operator, how much of Importance is it to maintain like a physical standard from like a SWAT aspect and a road aspect, or you even
1: law enforcement in general, dude? Like, it's to me, it plays a huge role. Oh, it's paramount. Um, you know, why are you going to devote 25 30 years of your life into this career for you to drop dead five years after you get your pension? Like, you know, yeah, this job is already dangerous and unhealthy enough as it is, just on its own merit. Like, yeah, you know, don't contribute to the factor by you know not doing anything and not staying in shape
2: yeah i mean there's there's some dudes like i'm not even gonna lie like there's some dudes that work for our our agency or some you know even other agencies like i sit there and sometimes i'll look at him and i'll be like please nobody run on them tonight please please and if you do you know hopefully hopefully there's some other resources there to, to help <laughs> out you know because it's, it's just gonna happen please yeah. don't please don't fight them today because it's just unsafe yeah um you know, it's just unsafe. It's an unsafe circumstance that there's somebody here that if anybody rolls on the ground with them, mm-hmm. this law enforcement officer might be bigger, you know, in, in body weight and other things. But, like, you got to understand the conditioning. There's a lot that goes into a, a fight on the road, a use of force I, or a foot pursuit. There's, 30 there's seconds a, feels like 30 minutes. There's a fucking fight. lot,
1: dude. There's a lot. are you going to have to go? To last until your backup gets there—that's that's, yep. the—that's the big question. Yeah, and then you think too, like from not
2: even—we're talking about physical fitness, but also like from a mental clarity standpoint. You're in a foot pursuit. Obviously, you know that you are not going to keep up with this guy, but you're trying. Yeah. your damnedest too, and you're also trying to work your radio, relay everything, know where you're at, and everything else surrounding you. You know, but if,
1: I, but if your cardio is on point you're going to be not quite as out of breath. You're going to be, you're going to be huffing and puffing regardless of how in shape you are. But if you consistently put yourself in that, in that frame of mind, or, you know, at least you're conditioned or you're accustomed to having your heart rate up at 160, 170 beats a minute, um, you're more apt to be able to, have your wits about you and and yeah. function under that stress. It's almost like yeah. one less thing to, to
0: worry
2: about as well.
1: Yep. Yeah, for yeah, yeah. or any use of force, I mean. Right.
2: I agree, man. A hundred percent. That's just that's not even from a law enforcement perspective. Like I'm looking at it like I'm a straight civilian and I'm yeah. looking at it from the outside in. It's 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 paramount. So we go from physical fitness and and everything in a pursuit to a fight. What about command presence, right? Yeah. What about command presence? This little fucking shrimp dick shows up on scene. People obviously know they can take advantage of them, mm. and that up here plays a big role in how they act, yeah. what they do, their actions at the time, dude. It's just, it's crazy. Yeah. You know. Um, absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean, to me, physical fitness is a very, very important part uh, in law enforcement. Um, we have the uh, we have a PD gym, and then they also do something with our insurance where we can get uh, a membership at the local gym, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. Do you feel like not enough, not enough people utilize that, or?
1: Yeah, I do. I do, man. There's a handful that, yeah. that do. Well, there's that, and then they got the um, what is it called, the adopt a cop uh, oh, yeah, program for the BJJ, ju- yeah, the Jitsu. Yeah, um, yeah, that's nationwide, I believe, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think you only have to pay like what is it, fifty dollars a month, or? Yeah. Something? I think it's less than that, isn't is it? it is I think it.
0: That they 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 sponsor you until you're blue belt or something like that, which is okay I That's think nice. it's
1: just it,
2: you go from white to blue but yeah nonetheless like that Absolutely it does only really take time yeah you know it takes time and they're doing you a huge favor and they're yeah. they're supporting you through it so and I know like a lot of
0: um, uh, dojos will even do like law enforcement classes for techniques that will <laughs> 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 nothing man dojo funny, man. <laughs> that will you know what it reminds me of
2: no it reminds me of Napoleon Dynamite oh you know what I'm talking about yeah <laughs>
1: Great movie. Great movie. Yeah, you got to wear the American flag pants when you get there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, man, but, no, continue, you're good, but yeah, continue, man. So like
0: a lot of dojos will have specific law enforcement classes for techniques that will help you on the road gain compliance with uh, suspects or just so you can actually put them in an armbar bar that's going to specifically put them with their hands behind their back so you can handcuff them easier and different handcuffing yeah, techniques.
2: Yeah. You know, there's There's a lot of techniques that need to be performed in a certain manner and if you're not physically... You know, you have no physical fitness about you, mm-hmm. um, and your physique is, is one of a kind, I'll say. It's going to be hard to do those. It's yep. going to be hard to do those, man. So, I mean...
1: So, so what kind of training do you do, Pat? Um, well, okay, so before I started in law enforcement, I was a personal trainer for a number of years. Yeah. Um, and while I was doing that, I was, you know, sort of bodybuilding competitively, so... All my workouts and my diet and everything was was sort of geared towards building as much muscle as I could, you know, being low on body fat and um, not necessarily doing much cardio, Mm -hmm. um, you know, cardiovascular activity. Um, When I got into law enforcement, I kind of gave that up and, um, you know, sort of tailored my workouts to, you know, high-intensity workouts, you know, short bursts of energy Mm -hmm. and things that would sort of mimic, you know, responding to a critical incident or you know getting into a foot pursuit and you know having to jump fences and you know what have you mm-hmm. um so i did that you know for quite a while but then just recently i kind of got the itch to start bodybuilding again yeah and um oh yeah yeah, yeah definitely not the healthiest law enforcement type training yeah. you know it's it's a. Uh, it's nothing but lifting weights and eating and eating and eating and yeah. sleeping and training and eating saw and sleeping that, and training. I saw it. Yeah. yeah, but um, once I once I do a show and I get it out of my system, you know, I'll just wind up going back to what I was doing before.
0: So is that your goal to get back into shows and stuff like that? Yeah, I want to get back on the stage at least at least one more time. At least one more time. Just do it before you're over the hill. So I mean, <laughs> yeah. So you've been off the road now for about almost a year and a half now, right? Is that, is that correct? In uh,
1: no, it was two years
0: in, oh, two years in February. Two years in February? Yep. Okay. So, yeah, you've been off the road for, for a little while now. And uh, so did you start trying to – did you switch up your workouts once you got back into detective or was no. it a little bit
1: after that? No, because once, once I got into investigations, it was our training is you're on call for three months straight. So you respond to anything that – anything that comes out that's that's you know by our policy a call out and uh you pretty much take all those cases too so you respond you're the primary detective and that goes on for three months yeah and i got my ass handed to me multiple times over and then we had an officer involved shooting my first day (laughs) solo as a primary detective but that case got taken away from me for for good reason Mm -hmm. um And that was all hands on deck for two, three weeks.
0: Yeah.
1: And, um, you know, plus, you know, it was getting accustomed to family life and, um, you know, my change in schedule and the kids are older now, so it's picking them up from school and dropping them off and, you know, sounds like a lot of excuses, (laughs) but when you have to do it, it's not, Yeah, yeah, it's not a crazy excuse, man. Yeah. As long as, as as long as I'm staying in shape, eating healthy and training, Mm. like, bodybuilding will always be there yeah so you know i'm not not concerned about that i'm i'm more concerned with getting everything else in my life lined up yeah you know before i kind of make that commitment because once i make that commitment it's (laughs) nothing's gonna stop me
2: yeah dude it's uh i don't know i feel like that's that's fucking consuming it is that's consuming talking talking about consuming dude so how i know i know the answer but just so you know we could spread to mason and, and the crowd like so how many meals a day are you eating
1: Six whole meals and two, and then two shakes with protein. So, okay. so I'm having protein eight times a day, uh-huh. but then six of those come from whole food. Okay, wow. Yep. Uh, so, like when you say whole meals, you mean like chicken rice
0: each each meal? You yeah. Do some beef and you do turkey. Don't yeah, eat. you switch it up. Yeah,
1: yeah. Obviously, but like, uh, yeah, chicken, turkey, beef, uh, tuna, um, eggs, egg whites, and then and then your shakes after that. That's so tough, man. Yeah,
2: that's, that's tough. tough. So
1: you're, are you force feeding force feeding yourself then? A lot of times, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's just it is exhausting. Oh,
0: wow. Yeah, okay.
1: you're just you're just eating around the clock.
0: So do you you bring that stuff to work with you? Like just, you just yep, I'm cooler, I'm guy, a huge? Yep. On the guy cooler. the guy refrigerator no, yeah. with you?
1: Yeah. I'm the guy getting out of the vehicle with the uh, <laughs> with the Walmart bag full of uh, yeah full of meat and rice and <laughs> to goes. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, dude, that's tough,
0: man. So I mean, not only are you time consuming with work now you're also time consuming with uh, or consuming time with meal prepping oh, yeah. that <laughs> meal prepping yeah it takes time especially if you're doing six meals a day yep. are you meal prepping once at the beginning of the week and then doing it throughout or are you meal prepping meal prepping at the beginning of every day
1: i like to say that i do it once a week but i never i never run out of everything at the same time mm-hmm. so it's not it's not just one bulk cook it's uh it's one Big one over the weekend, probably, and yeah. then I'm always, damn, I'm out of chicken or I'm out of turkey on Tuesday or I'm out of beef on Wednesday, and then yeah. it's run to the store, grab a pack and you yeah. know pack of protein or meat or whatever. And, wow! But um, but credit to the credit to the wife because she helps me out substantially with yeah. that too. Um, and then plus having the kids and doing all that—that's just a whole another whole another ball game that mm-hmm. I hadn't accounted for. You know, it was the last time I competed. I, My son, he was around, but he was only just turning two, and then my wife was pregnant with our daughter, so things were much different back then. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I didn't work full time. Um, You know, I ran my own training business. I had an office, so I could I could make my schedule. You know, come and go as I please, and you know, but uh... that was kind of that's what was making me the money back then. Yeah, how long ago was that? Six years. Six years ago. Yeah. Wow. How long were you doing that? Before that, um probably let's see, I competed probably another four or five, five years before that.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. So you you've been you've been around the fitness industry for
1: to say at least a long time. Yeah, yeah. Um I I did my own legitimate training office for about four years and then before that I was like kinda of informally training clients out of gyms and their homes and stuff for a few years before. And
2: that's that. hard too. You know, so, like when you get your clients, you got to figure out you know like what what is your maintenance, what is going to help you gain weight, lose weight based on your goals what is like what, what is your body type you know like the, how hard yeah. was that to figure all that stuff out because um, I know there's a there's a you know there's a there's a calculator that a macro calculator online that you can go and do this, but you never know how their body's gonna
1: react, and
2: you know yeah. their activity
1: levels <clears throat> the hard the hardest thing with that is is keeping somebody consistent because you you can, you can put, you can put anybody on a plan, um, you know, with so much protein, carbs and fats and whatever. And, um, it could work great for them, but you know, they do it 50% of the time or they do it 60% of the time. And there's no way that you can really gauge how exactly that program is working unless, they look you in the eye and say, I followed your plan 100% to the T for the last two weeks (laughs) with no deviations. And you can do that and you can say, okay, you know, I was 250 pounds before we started this and I lost five pounds over the last two weeks on this plan. So fantastic. You know, we're going to keep doing the same thing. Don't make any changes. And then two weeks goes by I lost four pounds okay we're slowing down a little bit but that's still two pounds every two or two pounds a week for two weeks fantastic don't change anything you want to do you want to do the absolute minimum to get the change that you want Mm -hmm. because a lot of what people do and a lot of what we would fight in the fitness industry is people just saying okay I'm just gonna you know have a shake in the morning a shake in the afternoon and a chicken salad for dinner and you do the math and their calories are like 800 900 per day so not near nowhere near substantial yeah. yeah so nowhere near enough yeah and what winds up happening with the vast majority of the population that can't gain weight or can't lose weight or are trying to mm-hmm. trying to lose weight um, is that they just pull the carpet out from under them and sure they'll lose for a while until your body catches up and, you know, kind of down regulates your metabolism, um, <clears throat> lowers your thyroid hormone and things of that nature which fucking to sucks to compensate for your body saying, Holy shit, I'm starving. Yeah. So a lot of times people will come to you when they've already done that to themselves and it's really fighting an uphill battle trying to convince them that they have to eat more. Yeah. Um you know, my own mom is the exact same way. Like, you know, she'll she would yo yo diet from the time that, you know, I was your kid's age, um, you know, through now. And every every year God love her, I love my mom, but yeah. damn it mom. Every year or six months she'll ask me, you know, hey, what do you think about me doing this? And I just tell her what did I tell you last year? Or go pull the plan that I gave you last year yeah. or the year before it's still gonna work you just have to put in the time and yeah it's
0: not outdated it's- yeah
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, but convincing people that they have to eat more to lose weight is very 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 difficult to do yeah it's just true.
2: crazy too because like I'm a victim of it too like I I didn't know my research I lost a lot of fucking weight but then also what came with it too is you're talking about thyroid hormone you're talking about other things like it's crazy trying to get a boner and you are completely depleted of everything yeah it fucking, yeah. it sucks. It sucks. You know? Yeah, I'm sure.
1: I hate, I hate waking up without him now. <laughs> you know, like, so yeah. that's just one of the things that I noticed, man. It's it's. It's difficult. You're, you're not smarter than your body. No no matter what you do, your body has a function to counteract what whatever you're doing to it. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So what got you into fitness? Like, obviously,
0: you didn't, I mean, you didn't come out of the womb just, was, oh, I'm, I'm like this. <laughs> I'm going to get jacked, you know. But maybe you did. I don't know. You tell me. Yeah. How'd you get into
1: it? Crippling inadequacy issues. No. <laughs> <laughs> um. You know, pretty much all throughout high school, I was I was a bigger kid. Uh, uh-huh. I got I got into weightlifting. I think when I was around, when I was like fourteen or fifteen or something. Mm. Gym class in sophomore year was the was the big one for me. And um, you know, from there it just kind of kind of took off. Um, senior year, I lost like forty five pounds. Um, so what were you? Would you say before that? Uh, at my biggest, I think I was 250. Okay. But I'm about, yeah, no, it was bad. I was about six foot tall. And no, no, back then I was like maybe two or three inches shorter than that. Okay. And then right around 250. So definitely, it definitely hampered my social life, mm-hmm. um, you know, stuff like that. And then, you know, wound up um, watching Pumping Iron for the first time. Fuck oh, yeah, Good. If you haven't seen it, <laughs> watch it. Yeah. Any, any bodybuilder that's worth his salt knows Pumping Iron. Um, and it, you know, it just kind of took off after that. My senior year, I was, I joined the weightlifting team, and then we would go, we'd lift in the morning, we'd lift, you know, during class, we'd lift after school. Um, stupidly, you know, we were doing bench press every day, and yeah. you know, nobody wanted to touch legs. <laughs> That kind of thing. But at least it got me in the gym.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And then right after we graduated, joined the gym in town, never looked back. And it's just been... Every year after that, it's just, you know, kind of learning and learning and learning. Um, You know, pretty much on my own. I never hired a trainer up, mm-hmm. until, up until I went into my first bodybuilding show. Okay. But so let me let me ask you this
2: because to me this is important and i see it a lot especially either on youtube with these you know fitness influencers the newer ones that are 17 16 15 um, and, and even other places even here in town so we're talking about being a high schooler we're talking about weightlifting and everything like that so taking away from that my question is what kind of supplements were you taking at, at, in high school, like at, at that moment, like what kind of supplements were you taking, if any at all? No, nothing. Nothing. No creatine, no protein powder or anything like that. No, because a no. lot of yeah, a lot of a lot of the high schoolers and a lot of the younger crowd now, they you know, they tend to take the easy way around, but easy as in easy to build your physique, but easy to also fuck yourself up, uh, in the future. Yeah, Is you know, there they're, they're, they're these SARMs out there. That obviously play a crucial role in the way kids are looking now, and, and the fitness industry, as well as obviously steroids that have been around for for years. Um, but I'm but I'm seeing more and more like teenagers, high school kids that obviously compete um, either in their football program or their weightlifting program or whatever, doing this stuff. And I feel like it would be it would be beneficial to somewhat educate them on the things that they should be taking. And the things that they should do to build a foundation should they choose to do SARMs later on or steroids later on, you know it, that's that's completely up to them. But mm-hmm. I feel like like so as a high school weightlifter now, what what kind of supplements would you take if any at all,
1: you know? Protein and creatine. Protein and creatine. That's, that's it. Keep they yourself to, hydrated. Yeah, they don't and, they don't need to be doing anything else other than that, other than learning how to eat right, you know. Uh, you know, these, these kids, you know, you know Instagram and, and, you know, everything like that wasn't, a, wasn't around like, yeah. you know, when, when I was in high school. So, you know, if you were going to like try to learn about steroids or learn about, you know, supplements or anything like you were going to the store and buying the muscle and fitness magazine or, you know, flex magazine or, mm-hmm. you know, something like that and reading what the articles are. You know, you do some research on the internet, sure, and every, but but none of that information is any more readily available. You know, yeah, in the past though, than it is, in, you know, now.
2: Nonetheless, it's probably not as accurate either because you look at the, you look at this douchebag Michael Hearn. You know, yeah, yeah, I am old natty. Yeah. No, you ain't. Lifetime natural. So right you there. you can't trust those magazines either, man. You know, the, plain and simple, the best way to learn about them or you know to to keep yourself safe is just not fucking touch them at all. You know, um, obviously there are some people that that do choose to, to touch them, but they have their own reasons. Um, but if you have no reason, you, you don't plan on competing, you don't plan on doing any of the the professional things that these professionals do. do um, don't fucking touch them. You know, again, eat right, protein powder, creatine, shit. Like, go. You know, take your multivitamins. Make sure you're getting the intake of things that you need to to get the intake of nutrition wise, mm-hmm. and and even. Um, you know, vitamin wise, build a foundation with that first. And then you can make your decision on whether or not you think that you have some sort of professional um, or otherwise necessary to, to take these, you know, these substances. It's, it's huge, man. These, these high schoolers are fucking themselves up and they're fucking, they're fucking up their future with having kids and God knows what else, man. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, but they're, they're fucking themselves up with, with having kids and, you know other kinds of um
1: major organ failure dude it's crazy
0: yeah
1: and i get it you know that it's just it's just a sign of the times you know like it's it's all about instant gratification people don't want to put in the work you know um you know i didn't i didn't look anywhere near what i look like now yeah um didn't have the you know the amount of muscle or you know years ago but um you know, what, what reason is there, you know, to do that? Like these high school kids, like I get it. You know, if you're a college prospect, you know, you're, you're, you're looking to, you know, you want to make football or basketball or, you know, whatever your career. And there's a lot of pressure on, on you to be the best that you possibly can. But, you know, it's, it's not the way that it's, it's not the way that you're going to do it. Yeah. Um, you know, and especially you don't go to a doctor, you don't know what you're talking about and, you know, you hear, you know, Hey, you know let's go you know get this uh from the uh, local supplement shop or you know hey there's this website out of china where you can just go and buy whatever the hell you want Pay in bitcoin <laughs> and yeah they'll ship it right to your door um you know th- you haven't even begun to tap your genetic potential at that age like you know and it, unless you're looking to be an elite Olympic athlete, a professional football player, you want to go, you have aspirations to be a pro bodybuilder one day. Like you shouldn't even be thinking about touching that until yeah, you have your, your training on point, your diet on point, your sleep on point, your non-steroidal you know, supplements on point. Yeah. And you've been doing that like your life depended on it for years, you know, until you're in, at least into your mid to late 20s and you know it's crazy man you have to you have to reach what you believe your genetic potential is before before you do that
0: before like trying to use enhancers pretty
1: much yeah, I got yeah. You. And, and have a reason behind it dude like if you yeah. don't
2: have a reason behind it don't fucking touch it dude
1: because it's not don't it's not it, good dude. for you mm-hmm. you know a lot of those things they, they raise your cholesterol they um you know they, they lower they lower your good cholesterol, they raise your bad cholesterol, they heighten your blood pressure. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no reason to do it. Stop your nards from working. Yeah, you know, it's crazy. Yeah, potentially, yeah. and and you you got a you got a lot of cops that do it too. You know if you're talking about law enforcement fitness, like you know being the biggest dude in the room doesn't mean anything if you can't move and you can't fight and you can't run absolutely and you can't preach? breathe and breathe and survive you know yeah, yeah <laughs> preach it's it's Definitely. crazy there's plenty of guys that you can you know you could be on a call and you know the big dude will be over there in the corner and you can hear him breathing and he's not doing anything except yeah. standing in front of the door <laughs> He's his and you can hear him before you see him yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah he's got he's got veins popping out of his eyes but you know <laughs> What
2: yeah, are you gonna do? I mean, what are, they, what are they worth, right? What, yeah. what are you yeah. going to do with it at the end of the day? Yeah, if you're across the football
1: field and a uh, fight, is he going to have then, the energy to help then, you once he gets over there type thing? Yeah, that's why, like, when I was on the road, I, w- I would I would tailor all of my workouts to, you know, something that's going to, you know, keep me healthy out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, Were you doing, yeah, like, a lot of hit workouts? Or? Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, you know, the, even, even, like, how, you know, we train for Roundup oh. or – you know, even sort of the CrossFit type. Yeah. 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 You know, small, you know, small bursts, Mm -hmm. um, you know, followed by like a little bit of rest and, you know, multiple rounds, um, body weight (laughs) exercises, you know, things like that. Yeah, that's the only time I'll do CrossFit with running with running mixed in, but but you yeah, know like that's not really CrossFit. Yeah, you know? like a lot of the terms in CrossFit have been around forever. They just call it a different name, like like AMRAP, like as, yeah. ma- as many reps as possible. Like <laughs> mm-hmm. that's called training the failure. Like you know, yeah, just different verbiage. Yeah, you're yeah. right. No, you're you're right. Yeah. Man. So you're right. what what's your opinion on CrossFit? It it has its place. It has okay. its place. You know, some of the if you're if you're going to. Join a gym strictly for law enforcement fitness, sure, go ahead. Mm-hmm. But, you know, at the same time, be careful because there's no reason to do clean and jerks with lightweight to infinity. You know, when, and then you couple, we're, we're officers, we're alpha, we're competitive, mm-hmm. and you couple those kinds of workouts with time based incentives. Like, yeah. do so many reps every minute on the minute that's another one the the EMOM yeah every minute on the minute so do this quick and then you'll have the rest of the minute to rest Mm -hmm. so you have to do you know five deadlifts or you can um and you know five pull ups or something and then you get the rest of the minute off so you know that's gonna be I'm gonna try to do them as quick as I fucking can yeah you know, Four might like, not be there, but if I snap my <laughs> yeah. spine in the fourth round, then what's the point? <laughs> yeah, um, no, you're right, man. So you, you have to you have to be careful with it. Some of the things I don't agree with, but um, you know, some of those workouts, depending on what they're tailored to or whatever the the wad, mm-hmm. everything has the wad. Everything has to yeah. have a fucking little yeah, like come on. Yeah, um, You know whatever the way It could be it could be like eight minutes. Yeah, you know, which. I guess, you know, you could be in a fight for 8 minutes potentially or, you know, being some sort down. of critical incident for that long, but you know, a short burst of, you know, as hard as you can, you know, has its place too, but mm. let me bring this back up because we we brought this up in the
2: last pod um, but we were talking about the fire in the the home that had like seven to eight oh, yeah. paraplegics. Yeah, that was one Yeah, there's a prime example on that's why. A bad one. Example. Yeah, like that's a prime example of why physical fitness is such an important part because I mean all three of us were there. We had to carry kids out. Yeah, we had to we
1: had to carry some some were kids some were you know full grown. Yeah. Um, I remember getting out of my car and then uh they had oxygen tanks, propane tanks, all on the back porch, and they were just Blown. blowing up the second that yeah, got that's there. that's what we were talking about, man. It's, it was crazy. Yeah. But, there, was a, there was a huge propane tank on the north side of the house, and um, thank God that that yeah. didn't blow. <laughs> yeah,
2: It was, it was, it was nonetheless a bad one. But moral of it is like, so somebody that is not as physically fit, or you know, like that, that could be a challenge to them. Yeah, and with that comes the liability of hey because you weren't physically fit you know you were you were held to a standard to where you could have saved those lives you know carrying them out mm-hmm. obviously we had the fire department when we went through this we had the fire department carrying them down to the first platform and then we'll go down that you know mm-hmm. the stairs and, and out the door but yep. if you if you can't do that and you're the, you're probably the first one there, and at the time probably one of the only ones. If you can't do that, why bother? Why yeah. bother? You know, that's or that's just a, a huge that prime example, dude. Like that that is a prime example. Yeah. Um, amongst many other things that really just tell you how important
1: physical fitness is, at least being in this job, man. Like it's it's. It's crazy. Yeah.
2: Oh,
0: definitely.
1: Um, being 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 accustomed to having your adrenaline up and having your and having your heart rate high and breathing heavy will do wonders for you, even on even on calls like not like that. You know, mm-hmm. just any time where you know something might break bad or you know you you know you're running to a hot call and you know you have that. You have that adrenaline going and you know you're hopping out of the car and your heart is your heart is pounding because you know it could be go time at any moment um you're you're always going to be a little bit more level-headed if you are accustomed to having your body in that condition yeah no
0: well said definitely definitely you'll be able to think more clearly you get more oxygen to your brain so that's you know if you're used to being in that situation
2: Uh it makes you think dude it really makes you think so um let me ask you this so we have these different types of workouts so we have you know we have powerlifting. we have this bodybuilding style of working out we have crossfit in your opinion obviously you're a detective but what what type of workouts would you recommend for just law enforcement in general whether you're a detective or you're on the road or you're you know you're, you're in an office job where the only thing you have to do is worry about fleet maintenance you know yeah yeah.
1: No, I, I would keep it I would try to keep it as you know broad as possible um, mm-hmm. keep a variety in there I would say if you if you train five days a week or you train six days a week or whatever like you know keep a variety in there um, so a little bit of weightlifting. keep your cardio in the mix
2: mm-hmm. um, and just keep just just keep sweating pretty much right
1: yeah yeah and you know at the end of the day something is better than nothing yeah um you know if you if you keep your weight under control by eating right and going and walking in the park or you know then by all means you know do you um it's good genetics you know that's what we call it's good genetics you, you, you can do better but you know if you go and get your blood work done and everything looks cool you know then you know god bless um Mm-hmm. But you know, I would say a combination of weight training and that you know that that type of hit training.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, um, you know, if you split it up, maybe one day you do like <clears throat> you know push muscles. One day you do pull muscles. One day you do legs, mm-hmm. and then <clears throat> spot it in between, or you know maybe a body weight circuit or um, some sort of hit workout or a long run, or you know try to you know try to keep it as as a fresh as you can you know change things up your rate up yeah um that's yeah so be flexible be flexible mm-hmm. um especially you know on patrol I, I would say the most important thing that you can do is keep your abs your abdominal strong and your glutes your hips and your hamstrings flexible that was that was the yeah. biggest thing for me that I saw I was wearing that wearing the belt and the vest and everything you you need strong abs to keep your back healthy yeah and then you need flexible hips and hamstrings to keep your you know to keep your back in line yeah um, yeah For sure the tighter is what, what we call the posterior chain is the tighter that that gets you know the, the more it's going to pull on your back muscles especially with that belt on and keep, keep your back out of whack and cause that lower back pain
0: yeah, you definitely you see, see a lot of like retired, retired officers with, with back pain, <laughs> hip pain, hip problems and things like that. It's all because we're wearing this belt, belt for twelve hours a day mm-hmm. and this vest for the same amount of time. Okay. So yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. And you can you can manage that,
1: but yeah. you have to you have to put in the preventative maintenance. And yeah. it's not you know, it's not like a you know Oh, you you know he's he's more in the belt for six months or you know ten you know ten years or twenty years or whatever yeah. like the side effects of that happens fast. It it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're on probation or you've been here forever. Like you know the belt will fuck you up. Yeah. Very quickly. Yeah. And, definitely. But if you yeah if you keep your abs tight you know you you keep your you know you keep your good posture you you train. You train your, you know, your, your posterior, delts, and mm-hmm. keep your, you know, your, your mid back tight. Um, keep your lower body flexible, and it's gonna help you. Yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: So now that you're back behind,
1: is it easier to keep
0: up with your fitness and your eating than it was when you were working the road, or? Um,
1: uh, honestly, no, no, no. I th- and I thought it was going to be, mm-hmm. but. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's tough because, because once you get in, you know, you, you get into work and, you know, 80% of the time you can plan out your day, I would say.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but you know, then something on like you say, okay, I'm going to train at lunchtime. Something always comes up, you know, or, yeah. you know, some new case comes out or some, you get a call out or, you know, something of that nature. Yeah. Um. get done with work it's i'm gonna go pick up the kids then i gotta make dinner um yeah get homework done um you know go go you know take my son to therapy you know pick up my daughter from daycare you know stuff like that and you know by the time you realize it's it's eight nine o'clock yeah and damn where'd the day go you know and then it's like okay well i've been up since seven i'm Tired from a full day and then wrangling the kids, you know, for hours after school. Yeah. Um, you know, am I going to go in the gym now? Chances are, you're probably not. <laughs> yeah. You know, because you know, you want you you want your family time. You want time yeah. with you. You want time with your significant other. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you're prepare. You know, you have to prepare for the next day. Um, yeah. You know, stuff like that. So I did f- actually find it a little bit more difficult because, you know. On patrol I would go to the training building and you know go you know take my hour yeah out there and, and do you know whatever mm-hmm. um or I would train right before work and uh you know and get it done but then you know the eight to five thing is like that's five days a week yeah I'm like I remember when I had days off during the week where you could get stuff done yeah oh yeah um so it's it's just different but the solution that I've come up with is now i wake up at 4 a.m., go to the gym at 5, then I'll be back home by like 6.30, shower, get ready, yeah. get the kids out the door to school, and then at least when I pick them up from school, I'm done. It's family time from then on out, and I don't have to feel guilty about, you know, going into the gym, mm-hmm. you know, after I've already been gone all day. Yeah. So, um, Gives me more time with the kids because Mm -hmm. I'm training when everybody's sleeping.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So you say go to the gym. Do you actually go to a physical gym or do you have a gym at your house that you utilize? Both. Both.
1: Both. So when I shut down my when I shut down my business, I just took everything that was in my office and put it in my garage. Uh huh. Um, super convenient, not air conditioned. So (laughs) Yeah. So it's pretty good some time of the year. And then it's really, really, really shitty for the rest of it. Um and I don't mind training in the heat and I don't mind sweating my ass off but there gets there gets a point where it's just counterproductive yeah like it's just it's so hot in there that it's just unbearable so when I got back into when I got that itch to start competing again I just joined the gym Yeah. are you doing just uh, so you're working out twice a day then nah just once just once just
2: once and then uh,
0: I had something else I forgot what I was going to fucking
2: say now Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I got one man so we've talked nutrition we've talked supplements we've talked a lot about working out, but one thing that we haven't really hit on is is technique. So I know within our PD, some of the detectives, specifically in our narcotics unit, are doing this challenge where they're doing 200 push-ups a day for 30 days. Uh huh. Right. So, but and I think you and I talked about this at at that SWAT training. Um, I wanna really just touch on the importance of actually getting like a good contraction, good you know squeeze on whatever muscle group that you're working and getting some blood within that muscle and the importance of that, right? So, but like, so with, with the way I interpret them and I, I also saw some of the guys that were there who are on the SWAT team and in that, in that unit um, doing the pushups and they're doing pushups and yes, they're hitting 200 uh, any way that they can, but they're doing them so fast and you know damn well that they're not really focusing on it. And that's that's their main thing. Like, they want to see their progress, but they're doing push-ups right, in right. such a manner where they're not really focusing.
1: Yeah. And, you know, it's everybody has a challenge. And, you know, it. looking at it from the outside in, if it gets you moving and it gets you motivated, you know, then go ahead, you know, by all yeah. means. Um And then again, you know, it's about your goals. Like, are you trying to, why are you doing those? Are you trying to, are you trying to make your chest bigger? Are you trying to, are you trying to be stronger? You know, what are you doing? Like, or if you're just doing a challenge to do a challenge, then, you know, it is what it is, but it depends on what you want. You know, Mm -hmm. if if you want to, if you want to build a, you know, a larger chest, you know, make it look more aesthetic then you know sure that's not gonna you know just hammering out push-ups as fast as you can isn't gonna be a way to do it like you know you should be right taking your time slow on the way down quicker on the way up you know squeezing the muscle don't lock out you know keep the time under tension Mm -hmm. um and stuff like that but but uh yeah so like so when you're working out or you're
2: doing these challenges chances are you have like you have a goal and it's not to just do 200 push-ups a day you know because if that's the case you know
1: but sometimes, it's, but sometimes you don't. Like I guarantee, one of the guys saw it and was like, "Oh, this sounds cool," and then he told the other guys in the unit, and they're like, "All right, fuck it, we'll do it." But yeah. like so, <laughs>
2: I guess my main message is whenever you're doing something fitness related especially when you're a law enforcement officer and you're doing these things do it with a purpose whether it's you have a before picture and you want to see how this you want to see how this after picture comes out and you want to see like a clear difference or you're doing it because you're overweight or you consider yourself obese and you want to slim yourself down Mm -hmm. you want to be more in shape you want to be more fit and that type of thing or if you just want to be uh, overall healthy, you want to change the way you're eating, and you want to make a difference within uh, your physique and within your nutrition, like do it with a purpose. Um, so whenever you're working out, get a good muscle contraction, get blood within that muscle group, and actually try to feel it, focus on it. Don't just sit there and say, all right, well, I'm going to do this many lap pull downs with this many sets. Actually take the time, find a comfortable weight where... You can go, you can contract, pull through your elbow, get the muscle in your lat, get the muscle in that whole group that, you know, whatever you can do, mm-hmm. take the time to think about it. Don't just, you know, put the, put the little key to the end of the stack and be like, oh yeah, I could fucking rep this out as you're swinging, yeah. you know, back and forth doing it. No, you know, take time, work on your form, your technique. Um, and that's what I see a lot of guys doing. They, they said, they tend to take the, I guess you can call it power lifting approach to things. And yeah, that's cool because you can fucking lift a house, but guess what, you know, how are you doing it? Are you are you risking hurting yourself? Are you you know are are you actually benefiting it more than you're risking? Mm-hmm. That type of thing. I wanted to touch on that because to me that's also very important, and I wanted to educate a lot of the people that also might not know that, that aren't as familiar with working out, that are thinking about working out. Um,
1: that to me is important. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Short term goals, long term goals. Like, you know, I I always have you know the goal of finishing off this you know finishing off this career um, you know, way into the future and being healthy enough to, you know, keep that pension coming to me for, you know, 30 plus years. Enjoy your life. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be old as shit, you know, and, and use that pension fund for every drop that I can get out of it, you know, you know, you know, until it's time for me to go. Um you know, I want to be, I want to be healthy enough at retirement to, you know, go and travel and be with the wife and, um, You know, and all the time throughout that, I want to be healthy enough to keep up with the kids and do, you know, everything that I need to do as a dad and and a husband. And, um, you know, and then in the short term, you know, sure, I would, you know, want to do, you know, bodybuilding and compete and everything. um, But, you know, on the on the hierarchy of health and fitness, that's 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 very low. You know, yeah. You know, my priorities are, you know, keep it in shape, you know, for the family. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Amen.
1: Amen, dude. I mean, have a purpose.
2: There it is. Right. Do everything with a purpose, whether it's your day to day job, whether it's when you're working out or what you're eating, you know, have every, have a purpose for everything and think about what you're doing and why you're doing it. And I promise it's going to your mental clarity is going to start clearing up mm-hmm. because you're going to look at all the dumb shit that you're doing and say, I don't need that or this is a waste of money or this is a waste of time. And you're going to start focusing on things that actually matter. Um, and I guess that carries outside of just, you know, fitness and uh, law enforcement. That's that's with everything, dude. So probably nothing that nobody's, you know, ever, never heard of. Like, yeah. I'm sure everybody's heard of that, but it's such an important message that I feel like everybody needs to hear time and time again, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, so whether you're a cop, whether you're, a, you know, a doctor, a lawyer, a ditch digger, you know, a nurse, whatever, like, you know there's individual and unique stressors to everybody's job and daily life like you know don't exacerbate things that are out of your span of control mm-hmm. by doing things that are you know are detrimental to your health yeah, yeah. It's, un- you know, it's unnecessary man and you know none of us are perfect like yeah you know sure I drink too much every once in a while and you know what do you you know but again you know mental balance too yeah like go so, out you know you have to go out and enjoy life and a lot of the, you know, former clients that I had would, you know, especially competitors, they would get into, you know, this kind of tunnel vision where, you know, they can and compete and compete and diet and diet, 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 and then they get to that end goal of, of show day, and then they don't know what to do after mm-hmm. that. But don't you know how bad that is, dude? Like Very bad, very bad. Be- like
2: Mentally. Physically, I mean, phys- physically, yes, that, that fucking sucks, and you know you're depleting yourself of some things that you actually need, and you're putting other things in your body that you don't. But like mentally too, so you're you're literally, uh, and an everyday cheeseburger becomes fucking gold, right? Yeah, and, and then they, yeah, and then they have it, and then they don't know how to stop. Yeah, and then so you also take away, all of the social parts of your life because all of your friends are going out, they're drinking, they're having fun, they're going to college parties, you know, you know, banging chicks, whatever. Right. So they're doing all this and you're stuck at home following a meal plan and you become so accustomed to this and it's it's very hard to deviate lonely, from normally
1: dude, so they yeah. they fucking go into like a depression, don't they? Yeah, sometimes. And then when they do deviate, they beat themselves up over it. So, you know, the absent absent the body I mean, you know, the, the bodybuilding and fitness community, like even even your your regular dieters, you know, a lot of the ones that you know, have the drive to do it and can set their mind to it. They have a big, big problem with, you know, achieving their goal and then learning how to build that like maintenance lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a, something that's very difficult for them to do, because once they do something that is off the plan, you know, they're kind of off on the off the rails. Yeah, yep. It goes, so back, to, it goes back
2: to what back to when Pat said, "Man, like get yeah. your shit in order first to where you've been doing it and you have, you have that shit down pat and Mm -hmm. then add something
1: different, you know, you have to, you have to regularly give yourself, I don't like to use the word cheats, but, um, you know, for lack of a better term, but you have to, you have to do something as far as a diet that you can see yourself doing forever. Because if you don't, if it works and you don't do it forever, you're going to go back to, you know, the way that you were. Um, you know, so when you, At least when I try to write a plan for a client, I do it with as minimal, minimal possible impact to their current lifestyle as I possibly can. Um, You know, that way we can kind of mitigate, you know, the major lifestyle changes that go along with that and, you know, kind of reduce reduce the risk of people not following the plan. Okay. So, funny question, Pat.
2: (laughs) So... Before I work out, I take my pre-workout, and then on off days, I seem to somehow be addicted to it, and I still, still want it even though I don't need it. It's caffeine. How bad is that? Like I love when my skin feels like it's crawling, and I'm like, damn, like dude,
1: you are equivalent to a meth head. Oh uh, yeah, that part I don't know about. But. <laughs> I love <laughs> that shit, but, man. But you know, the, the, the caffeine, you know, the caffeine's addictive. Yeah. Um that i never i mean you always see like law enforcement drinking bangs or you know the the
2: monsters and the good thing about that is you know it's zero sugar then a lot of the nutritional facts on the label should anybody give a shit about the label and should it you know be completely accurate seem to be presumably pretty good Mm -hmm. right basically you're always seeing them with caffeine or something that you know Way way too much of it but yeah so yeah. that's what you're saying it's too much it's too much you got, you got a problem
1: there but trying to tell you that. in moderate amounts but no i can't say that i ever had an issue with with wanting to take pre-workout on on non-training days yeah so speaking of off days do you take off days now or are you, mm-hmm. you every day to, yeah is it, how important is having those rest days it's yeah it's it's yeah. it's monumental yeah. um it really is and that's something that really comes with experience um you know toward towards the towards the end or pretty much when i when i competed last time i competed you know i was constantly training mm. and wasn't getting enough sleep um you yeah. know having an extra hour of sleep is more important than doing that. that extra mile on the treadmill or yeah you know doing that extra few sets in the gym or you know whatever that your your body needs to recover and it's that's hard for a lot of the uh, a lot of the people out there, um, me included, you know, because yeah. if I'm if I'm not tired and I don't feel like I've been hit by a bus after training for six days, like, you know, I'm gonna keep going. Yeah. But, but your body your body needs that recovery period.
0: Yeah. So on your rest days, you do like stretching, or are you just just nothing. Any active recovery?
1: Any any. I might walk. Yeah. That's good. good. If yeah. I, you know, if I need to get out there and do something, there's so there's so many benefits to walking, bro. It's digestion.
2: digestion. Mm-hmm. Like you walk within 30 minutes of eating a meal, your digestion is gonna go
1: a lot smoother than than it it normally does when you sit on the couch and maybe take a nap.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, Stan Efforting pushes uh, 10 minute walks after every meal. And it's supposed to it's supposed to lower your blood pressure. It's supposed to it's supposed to have like a tenfold benefit for your your digestion. Oh really? um, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 To walking walking walk ten minutes after your food apparently is I haven't I haven't done it. Mm-hmm. But Stan Efforting is somebody that I uh, I definitely look up to in the fitness industry. He's he's an animal. Well, that says a lot too, man. You know, there's there's a lot of people that
2: I do watch, and I'm guilty of it. You know, maybe from, I don't know maybe maybe it's me just being dumb but like there's a lot of, there's a lot of people in there that are not completely transparent and for whatever reason michael Hearn, so, for example or you know you think like like look at nick walker i've well, never seen him but the dude is he's in his 20s and he's massive you? yeah that put that poor that poor going to die yeah dude, he's really he's, he's, he's nick walker he is fucking massive you know, but yeah. like if you if you ever see his legs or specifically his calves, like the amount How old is he? The, yeah, he's in his he's in his twenties. Yeah. That ain't healthy. So but like <laughs> but like if you pull up a picture of his like, legs, like look at a picture of his legs. You know, you could see the veins and, and yeah. everything from pushing all the drugs that he does. It's it's completely terrible. Like you see the veins there? You know that's yeah. it's terrible. He looks like he looks like he has a garden hoses in his legs, man. And yeah. I'm not hating on the guy. You know the guy does what he does, and he has his own purpose, and he's successful at it. At so moment. he's natty, right? <laughs> uh, apparently, no. But um you know, again, he has his own purpose, so there's no hate towards the guy. But like, if you don't need to do that, don't mm. do that.
1: Don't do that, man. Like, yeah, he, he's a he's a Mr. Olympia competitor. Like, is that what he is? Yeah, he he's in. He's gonna be in like the top five this year. Yeah, but. It's, uh. Did yeah. you, uh. Is it, is it worth it? Did you see Blessing call him out?
2: No. Yeah, I guess Blessing finished a show in, in New York and he won. This was just like. I think it was just like last month or maybe the, the month before, but. Um, I don't know how to pronounce Blessing's last name, but he's, he's a bigger, bigger motherfucker. And, um, he won a show in New York and, uh, he tells, he tells, uh, Nick Walker, you know, obviously I just won this show, which gets me right into the Olympia and I'm gonna kick your ass. And they're they're face to face. Nick is just in in just regular street clothes and he's watching the show and you got blessing over here in in uh, his thong, dude, and <laughs> blessing's just letting him have it. So but That's I just right. I think they throw one punch at each other and they pass out. I think it's fucking funny, man. It's <laughs> it funny, but nonetheless, dude, you know, it's, if you don't need to do that, there's no purpose. There's no purpose. Be healthy. Do
1: what you need to do nutrition wise mm-hmm. and and physical wise. No, nah, just have that have that have that finish line in mind. Yeah, you know, in, in in this job, like you don't have to you don't have to do what I do and be extreme. Like I push I push moderation, <clears throat> you know, across the board.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: know, do something. Having a plan is better than no plan. You know. You know, walking is better than sitting on the couch, you know, running is better than walking, you know, and so on and so forth. But, you know, just just do something at the end of the day. Yeah, but, you know. let me ask you this. I know you
2: have a question. But no, while it's on my mind and before I forget, so you're obviously – you're working towards, you know, getting prepped for a show. Uh, your nutrition's on point. But up uh, more from like a workout standpoint, are your workouts um, – more like strength based or like volume based or is it like a good mix of two
1: um, it really depends you know I kind of just train instinctively um, it's just go by how you feel yeah yeah I don't I don't focus on you know trying to push as much weight as I possibly can or you know like I'm not doing sets of 30 you know 50 it's it's always it's always between 8 12 15 reps you know, maybe three or four sets per exercise. throw in a super set here and there, a drop set. You know, some forced reps. Um, you
2: so know, you I just get
1: volume in there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I kind of just feel it, feel it in the moment. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's an instinct thing for me. Like, I, you know, I've been training for 20 years, so your body you know, knows. Um, I know what my body can handle. You know, and what I can do and get away with for the most part. So, um, if anything, I should probably back it down a little bit. <laughs> Yeah. But well. That's kind of hard to do.
2: Yeah, no, especially when you've come this far and you know what your body's abilities are and you always kind of want to just increase on that. Yeah. Like I can see how that's hard, you know, but like for me, uh like my workouts will I'll start off with one strength set for whatever muscle group I'm working. If it's, you know, back or if it's, you know, say it's legs, and uh, depending on what what side of my legs I want. So if I'm doing my, you know, my quads, I'll start off with front squats. And I'll do a strength set of that, and I'll go from my 90% of my my um, one rep max, mm-hmm. and then just buy, back it down 90%, 80%, 70%, 60%, and then I'll just work accessory work after that. Okay. So um, then after, depending on what day it is, I'll have either an active recovery session and uh, abs, or I'll have some high-intensity things um, and then a, a set of abs. You know, obviously, depending on what day it is, I'll take a break from either or. Um, and some days it'll just be my strength set, mm-hmm. my accessories and be done. No, no cardio or abs. Okay. Um, but it's definitely, it's definitely very volume based. Mm-hmm. Most of the sets are.
1: I will I will say, you know, I'm, I'm usually, I'm a big fan of light, uh, like a lightweight, um, exercise for whatever muscle you're working in the beginning. Um, you know, like a set of sets of 15, 20 and reason for that is one, because you're cold. Um, you know, you don't want to put a whole bunch of stress on your muscle, you know, with, without getting the blood in there first Mm -hmm. and getting warmed up. Um, and I find that, I find that to be better than like stretching. A lot of people do like static stretches before they work out. And I don't really think that's, that's the greatest idea because the muscle's cold already. Mm -hmm. Um, I would, I would explain to my clients, like if you say you take a rubber band and you put it in the freezer, you come back after 10 minutes and you try to pull it apart. It's going to snap. Yeah. And it's very similar to how your muscles work. The Hotter they get, the more pliable they're going to be. So I would encourage like you to do that lightweight exercise, you know, like your, your light chest flies, um, you know, and that's a good way with the lightweight to connect your mind to the muscle. Like you, like you were, like you were talking about and getting your good contractions. Um, and not doing that under you know an intense amount of stress um, do a few sets of that get everything warmed up get the blood pumping and then go into your heavy sets after that now that you've connected with the muscle and you're warm and you're good to go there's a little hack to also add on to that kind of
2: piggyback onto that we're a pump cover oh yeah. we're we're a pump cover man we're we're a, you know a hoodie yep. or a you know a windbreaker yeah. or something or one of the
1: sweat jackets yeah we're a pump cover man you gotta wear one of those because because if you go into the gym in in a beater or a cutoff and you don't have a pump, like my body looks like a flaccid penis. <laughs> You know, but I do a <laughs> yeah, I do a, do a couple of sets, and then you get pumped up, and then yeah, you got then you can pull the cover. Damn, off. Damn, daddy, yeah. Yeah.
2: dude, you know what? Who wears a beater yeah. or who wears any of that, dude? You got to wear a fucking stinger? <laughs> <laughs>
1: you gotta wear or a st- stringer? That's a stringer. Yeah. You gotta wear a stringer, dude. One <laughs> of the old school pumping iron stringers. Yeah, the, 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 it's the uh, it's the Apollo Creed back thong. <laughs> yeah, dude, fuck yeah. yeah, those things are fucking gnarly, I man. You gotta have a lot of confidence to pull
2: something off like that. Oh yeah, well, yeah, dude. I mean. Yeah. You wear your pump cover. You go get your you go get your pump. Get some blood flowing through through your muscles, and then you take that bitch off and catch the eyes.
0: Oh, it's like you ever seen that video? Sea uh, bum. Yeah. He's in
2: the gym and he's got his hat on real low and he's got his hood on and he's warming up. Takes that bitch off and then you can see literally like guys on the bench and they go from yeah, looking at their phones and then they go like this. Yeah,
0: the whole gym goes silent after he
2: takes. Like off. a ray of gold just reflecting back at him. Yeah. <laughs> so but, what what are you gonna be competing
0: in?
1: Are you gonna gonna be trying to compete in like the like what? class I guess. Uh it depends. Okay, right now right now I'm trying to put on weight. Um mm-hmm. the the classic classic physique division is you there's there's weight caps for your height. Yeah. So I think I think I can only be like 212.
0: Mhm.
1: And if I'm going to try to go with the with the classic oh. side, which that was blowing up right now. It is, and it wasn't around the last time I did that. Yeah. So, you know, the last time I was uh was competing and I like it because it's gonna be people that are very similar in height to me mm-hmm. so I don't have to stand next to somebody that's like four or five inches shorter than me yeah and you know the same weight
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know so I, I have like a like a longer leaner type look whereas if you're a 57 guy and you're 230 or 220, you know yeah. whatever. You're gonna look like the broadside of a barn <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I have pictures to prove it. It's sad. Like yeah. this this guy looks like a boulder. Yeah. And then you know I look like a stick standing right next to yeah. him. Yeah. Oh god. It's sad. So <laughs> yeah. so I I like the I like the classic thing. I just hope I can make the wait for it. Well, use that as your motivation. You look at the
2: thing and you're like, fuck that guy. Watch this. Yeah. fucking reps out.
0: <laughs> we think about that, huh? Huh? What? So now, what we're talking about is, um, you know, big bodybuilders. What's your opinion on um, the Liver King? <laughs> uh, do you like, think uh, the Liver King? One, do you think he's natty? No. no. <laughs> All right. And two, do you think it's there are benefits to eating raw meat like he does?
1: Uh, if if there is, then I'm gonna miss out on it because. <laughs> You know, it's just way too many diseases. Yeah, you know that you definitely can, is. that you, know, yeah. you can pick up with that. Like, I mean, the, the Liver King, <laughs> the, the guy trains hard as hell. Like, yeah. you know, all the respect in the world to him. But, but I, I know enough. Of, I know enough about it to know that you can't walk around your entire life looking like your abs were bolted on your <laughs> stomach. You know, in some factory. Like, yeah.
2: No. But I was watching a video too, and obviously this seems to be. Uh, you know, a uh, subject of discussion is he natty or is he not? And he was asked that and he goes, Are you kidding me? Look at my fucking legs. He goes, Look at my legs. He's like, Yeah, I'm, I'm a fucking house up here, but look yeah. at my legs. And he seems to think that that is some sort of alibi to, um, no. you know, showing him as like a non steroid user. And I'm sitting there thinking, like You know what? Maybe you, maybe you just have bad genetics. Maybe you don't train legs. Maybe, <laughs> maybe you don't take it as intense as you you do with,
1: with your upper half. But yeah, yeah but I've seen. There's uh, no way that you are not. I've seen videos of him carrying a a 100-pound backpack um, and then having, like, a 200-pound sled, like, that's over his shoulders that he's pulling behind him with 100-pound kettlebells in each hand. Just trailing. And he's he's walking with it. Like, the whole workout, I think, is is just walk (laughs) with that weight on you for, like, a half a mile. And he does it. Like, he – I mean, it's insane. Like – Know, so there's just
2: no a, way you're yeah. not pushing any sort of drugs, and you, you're doing something. Yeah, exactly. something, whether it's whether it's like a replacement therapy, which I highly doubt, you know, mm-hmm. um, or if it's, you know, uh, a good amount of substance. But that's me. That's just me, you know. Who am I? I'm a fucking dumb cop that just likes fitness, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So
0: we've been doing this for about an hour. You want to wrap it up? Yeah. You, you maybe, have any other you, questions?
1: no, oh, good. no. You, you yeah up? anything
0: else you want to say no,
1: no. Yeah. take care of, take care of yourself you know live life in moderation yeah train hard eat good and drink beer and have occasionally <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> have that have that long term goal in mind yeah. you know go home to your family don't just go home don't just survive the shift be healthy you know just don't try to survive the shift like
2: uh, what was I gonna say? I had I had something witty I was gonna say. Mm. Don't don't try to survive the shift, but mm. keep yourself healthy enough to where you do. You know, like y- you're going to survive that shift, if that makes sense. That was what I was gonna say, but fuck you and cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> hell. No, fuck that. I'm taking it down. All right, but all right, guys, and that is episode four of Tactical Dads. Thanks, Pat, for coming out and joining us, man. Absolutely, And just kind of filling us with all this knowledge and and getting your opinion on things from a fitness aspect, man. It really means a lot to us. And we look forward to having you on um, with some other episodes, man, and maybe a SWAT episode or maybe something tactical, um, you know, that goes along with Tactical Dad. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, and (laughs) until then, thank you guys. You guys take care. Have a blessed uh, holidays, and thank you.